Marcus's Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. Also, the podcast about podcasting where I don't talk about tech. If you want to know how to plug in a mic, you're in the wrong place. If you want to know the best mic for podcasting, it's the RE20. But we're not going to talk about that. This is the podcast to help you grow an audience, spread your message, make more impact with your podcasting, and also make money while you're doing it. This episode is the audio version of my newsletter. The newsletter goes out every Friday morning, New York time. It is called Big Podcast Insider. Everything that I talk about, it is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You want that email that goes out every Friday morning, New York time? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Here's what I'm talking about on this episode. Podcasting versus YouTube. Eight ways podcasters can use chat GPT. Podcast alerts, monitoring tool for podcast mention tracking. It's kind of like Big Brother. Let's people know when people are talking about you. It's very cool. We're going to talk about it. 30 days of promotional content for your podcast. This is a great idea and you can steal it. And five podcasting lessons from pirate movies. This episode brought to you by Riverside.fm. Riverside.fm is the leading platform to record studio quality, remote podcast and video recordings from anywhere. Over 70,000 people and companies use it. People like Guy Raz, Gary Vee, companies like Spotify, the New York Times. It records locally on each participant's computer, then uploads it into the cloud. Let me give you the non-tech version of this. It sounds better. What's being recorded is actually recorded before it goes through the internet. So your internet speed, your connection quality, it doesn't matter. It's going to sound like you're in the same room regardless of the type of internet connection that you got. And that recording quality, that is the foundation of you building a big podcast because people are judging you based on your recording quality. If you want to try it, they're going to give you a couple of hours for free. You can check it out, get under the hood, see if it works for you. I think you're going to like it and here's how to do it. Riverside.fm, that's the URL. Go there, Riverside.fm, sign up. Again, you can do it for free. Should you want to get a subscription to Riverside.fm, I'm going to give you a discount code. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's going to get you 15% off their already low rates. The URL, it's Riverside.fm, that 15% off discount code. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. These insider episodes, I go from thing to thing to thing. All of them are about podcasting. And because of that, sometimes people get confused. Mm, wait a minute, is it this thing or is it that previous thing? So what I do is I put a demarcation point right in the middle. It sounds like this. When you hear that sound, I'm going on to the next story. You ready? Here we go. Podcasting has a discovery problem. That's a quote. I don't know who said it. A lot of people say it. And that's the argument that many people make for putting their audio-only podcast on YouTube or switching from audio-only podcast to video-first content. Can't tell you how many podcasters that I've dealt with is, ah, oh, forget it. I'm just going to start doing a video show. That's where the action is. All right, cool, man. I mean, if you want to get in there and play that game with every other kid who's got a video camera, everybody and his brother's got a YouTube show. And that's fine. And yeah, there's a lot of people there. And yeah, you can get some of those crumbs. But when you choose that over podcasting, you need to know that it is a completely different thing. You can't just take an audio-only podcast or what you did as an audio-only podcast and port it to YouTube. Two different tools. 
does YouTube beat podcast for traffic? Yeah, maybe because YouTube is one site and there's a bajillion people going over there. And again, you're going to get the crumbs. So when it comes to one site that people can go to, and when it comes to crumbs that you can snatch up, maybe so. There are going to be some random people that happen to see your video, click on it. Maybe they're going to like it. Maybe they're not. Maybe they'll stick with you. Maybe they won't. But you're going to get a few likes, a few views, a few comments that way. Podcasting, on the other hand, that's something that people have to search for. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But first, let me tell you why audio-only podcasts beat YouTube videos. There's three reasons. The first, portability. The second, intimacy. And the third, anonymity. That first one, portability. Let's talk about it. You can't drive your car, at least not safely, while you're watching a YouTube video. You can't go on a walk or mow your lawn while you're watching a YouTube video. But you can listen to podcasts. Podcasts are more intimate than YouTube. Podcasts, because most people listen alone or via headphones, they feel intimate. And that's definitely helpful when it comes to you building a relationship with listeners. Yeah, you can listen to YouTube videos via headphones, but everybody's seeing what you're watching. They don't have to hear it to see it and to know what you are doing. Some people like to be discreet. They don't like their business out into the world. And that's the third thing, anonymity. At least when you're listening through headphones, podcasts are consumed anonymously. Nobody around you knows what you're listening to. And that's a really big benefit because people don't want you up in their business. I've talked before about Alexandra Harbushka. She has a podcast called Life with Herpes. Not the kind of thing you're going to watch on a YouTube video, at least not in public. But you can consume it via headphones wherever you are, while you're walking, while you're at work, while you're at the gym. Nobody will know. And that's a big listenership. You might think, oh, people can watch me in private. Maybe, maybe. Some people have no privacy. For some people, headphones is as good as it gets. They got a bunch of people up in their business. They want to consume some information and they don't want those people to know about it. And in that case, audio-only podcasts win every time. Podcasting doesn't leave a trail. You know, you go on YouTube and it knows what you've been watching. Probably knows what other people in your house have been watching. Google has all sorts of data on you. You probably experienced this with advertising. Say you've got a wife, a husband. They've got their own computer. They're looking something up. They're maybe buying something. You get on your computer. You haven't done a search for that thing. You haven't bought it yourself. Yet you start seeing ads for it. YouTube is the same way. You don't have those issues with podcasting. Look, if you want to do YouTube, I'm fine with that. My job with this podcast and with what I do, it's to help you build a big audience. It's to help you spread a message. It's to help you make money with your message, make impact. All the things that I said at the top of this episode. And if you want to do that via YouTube, you can take most of what I'm saying and apply it to YouTube. But realize that producing for YouTube is a completely different thing than producing audio-only podcasts. And I haven't even gotten into the production, but editing video is different than editing audio. If you got to go back and do edits, reshoot anything, you've got to go back and do your hair the same way, get the same clothes. It's a lot more work in general than an audio-only podcast. I just want you to think about this stuff rather than saying, oh, you know what? 
I'm going to take this audio only podcast or I'm going to take this Zoom call that I did and I'm going to throw it up on YouTube. Uh Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. If you want to do YouTube, you can do YouTube, but you need to do it right. It is its own thing. I did this experiment last month because everybody's coming to me, man. Man, you got to be on TikTok. I'm like, dude, no. I'm a 50-year-old guy. (laughs) I talk about building an audience. I don't need to be on TikTok. That's not my audience. No, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. Just try it. I said, okay, cool. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the content that I put out on the blog at bigpodcast.com here on this podcast, on the Big Podcast Instagram page. If you're not following that, username Big Podcast one number one. I'm going to take the still carousels, turn them into short videos. Take the memes, turn them into short videos. I'm going to try TikTok for a month. Probably at least 20-something videos. I didn't count them up. But on the average, I don't know, five, 600 plays per video. So let's say I've got 20, 25 videos that went out last month. 500 views per, got about 10,000 people looking at my stuff on TikTok last month. That's great. That's a nice ego stroke. Did anybody come over to bigpodcast.com? I doubt it. Did anybody buy my stuff or subscribe to this podcast? I doubt it. How do I know? Because pretty much everybody flew by those videos and got to the next dancing girl or prank or challenge or whatever's happening on TikTok. My content is not made for TikTok and it's hard to retrofit that. Not that I couldn't do TikTok. I could, but I didn't reach you via TikTok. It's not my audience and YouTube may not be your audience. Just consider it. I've got more thoughts on this. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Eight ways podcasters can use chat GPT. Is it chat GPT or chat GTP? You get that mixed up? Is it a USB cable or a UBS cable? Ah, who knows? You know what I'm talking about, though. Chat GPT. And I've got eight ways podcasters can jump in with it, start using it to create better episodes and get more listeners. I'm going to go through them one by one, give you a little bit of commentary on each. One, generating episode ideas and outlines. It's not bad for that. You can go into Chat GPT and say, You are an expert in blank, whatever the topic of your podcast is. Or you are a beginner who is interested in, tell ChatGPT who it is and say, give me five bullet points of things people need to know about this topic. Beginners, intermediates, advanced, be as specific as you want. And ChatGPT will spit it out. You could say, you are a beginner who is interested in blank, my podcast topic. Give me 10 questions that you have on this topic. Chat GPT will spit it out. Not bad. That's a great episode in itself. Maybe that's 10 episodes, one for each question. Second thing, writing episode summaries. You can give Chat GPT your transcript. Say, write a summary about it. Third thing, creating engaging and personalized interview questions. I tried this out with Joan Jett. You know Joan Jett? I said, I'm interviewing Joan Jett for a radio show on the music business. Give me some questions for her. And I was really impressed because it wasn't just about Joan Jett 
as in what she's done for the last 40 years. It was about her career before she was Joan Jett, when she was with the Runaways. It asked about her manager, Kim Fowley. I said, wow, that is going deep. That is going deep. It was insider information that if you didn't know about her, you would find that very helpful. Number four, generating relevant ad and promo copy. Tell ChatGPT who your audience is, what the product is. Then you tell it, give me five bullet points about this product for this audience. Number five, identifying and researching potential guests. When I talked about creating, engaging, and personalized interview questions, this is related. Identifying and researching potential guests. If you're not to that level of, I'm going to interview Joan Jett, you could say something like, I have a radio show about the music business. It is Women's History Month. I'm looking for female rock and roll guitar players that would be a good guest for this show. Spits it out. Number six, creating captivating episode titles. You tell ChatGPT what your topic is, who the audience is, and very similar to the bullet points, we said, give me five bullet points. You say, give me five episode titles. You tell ChatGPT you're a podcaster. This is the topic. This is the audience. And very similar to how you ask for the bullet points and the questions, you say, give me five episode titles that would be compelling and would make the audience want to listen to this episode. Number seven, writing episode summaries for social media. You can pop in a transcript, write a description of your episode, and then tell ChatGPT, write an episode summary for social media. I've got 280 characters. Go. It'll do it. Number eight, creating personalized and compelling calls to action for listeners to subscribe to your podcast. This is important. Why would the audience that you want want to subscribe to your podcast? You don't need to know. ChatGPT knows. It'll tell you. (laughs) Let me go through these again. I'm just going to list them out here. One, generating episode ideas and outlines. Two, writing episode summaries. Three, creating engaging and personalized interview questions. Four, generating relevant ad and promo copy. Five, identifying and researching potential guests. Six, creating captivating episode titles. Seven, writing episode summaries for social media. Eight, creating personalized and compelling calls to action for listeners to subscribe to your podcast. How are you using ChatGPT for your podcast? I want to know. You can reach out to me, Twitter, Mastodon. You don't have a Mastodon account? I've got an invite to get you on a server that is just for podcasters. All this is linked, the list, the invite link, more thoughts on ChatGPT at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Podcast alerts, monitoring tool for podcast mention tracking. First of all, let's talk about Podchaser. They're the guys who are doing this. Podchaser is like IMDb for podcast. IMDb is Internet Movie Database. And that's a cool way to find out about your favorite movies and television shows. For example, I've done some film and television work doing voiceover work and also music supervision work, meaning I picked the songs for a movie. I did the clearance for those songs on a movie. There are a lot of David Hoopers, by the way. So if you want to see the exact link, I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You will see all of those projects that I have worked on. Podchaser, the very same thing, except it's all your podcasting work. If you've been a guest on a podcast, you should be in there. If you're a host, a producer, an editor, you will be listed in Podchaser. Here's what they just added to that site. Similar to Google Alerts, you can set up an alert 
for a keyword, maybe your name, maybe the name of your podcast. And when somebody talks about you or your podcast, whatever that keyword is, they're going to email you. Again, very similar to Google Alerts and how it works. You pick the keyword that you want to monitor and you receive an email alert every time your phrase or your brand is mentioned on the podcast. There's a free option, so there's no cost to you. I've found it very helpful. I think you will as well. I've got it linked in newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 30 days of promotional content for your podcast. Black Podcasters Association. Do you know about these guys? You should. They're doing good work. And I think that work is something that you can model in a couple of ways. Let's talk about what they're doing this month. This month, February, Black History Month. They're shining a spotlight on Black podcast creatives and professionals whose hard work and dedication are helping to move Black voices forward in the podcasting industry. I want to give you a couple of thoughts on this promotion and the idea behind it. As I mentioned a minute ago, I want to approach this from a couple of different angles. The first one is this, that I think minority, unique, or hyper-niche voices are an important aspect of podcasting. Regardless of who you are, there is somebody like you putting out great content via podcasting. Earlier in the episode, I compared podcasting to YouTube. And podcasting compared to YouTube, when you look at the volume You might think, well, there are not as many podcast episodes as YouTube videos, or there are not as many users on Apple Podcasts or any podcast destination, Spotify, Google, any of them, compared to YouTube. And you'll be right. But podcasting is not small. We have all sorts of things happening via podcasting. And I have never, ever, ever run into a situation that is so unique that there's not a related podcast about it. Again, regardless of who you are, there's somebody like you putting out great content via podcasting. Here is the downside. And this is arguably the advantage that YouTube has over podcasting, to take it back to that discussion. There's not one place that people can go to find this content. There's not one single site. Maybe Google, but Google is looking all over the internet, not just on one site. So there are important messages that are often lost due to the sheer amount of podcasts being released and us finding them. This is one of the reasons that I mentioned this promotion. What these guys are doing, these guys being the Black Podcasters Association, they've got Instagram going, they've got LinkedIn going, and they are sharing the stage with other Black podcasters, other creatives, that they think are moving podcasting forward. That's something that you and I and everybody else in podcasting can all do to help spread our messages, to help further not only podcasting, but also the genres that we're in, the niches that we're in, to help the audiences that we are working with. You can help spread important messages by sharing the stage. If you're reaching an audience that other people with similar messages are trying to reach as well, You will help everybody by spreading those messages to the people who listen to you. Works in three different ways. First of all, you are seen as a tastemaker, which helps you. If I listen to your podcast and every episode you are sharing something with me, whether it's a person, a resource, something that I don't know that's going to be helpful for me, I look to you as an authority on that. You're a tastemaker. 
and that's helpful for you. The second thing, you're spreading helpful information, which helps your audience. When I get that helpful information from you, those people, those resources, that's good for me. The third thing, I alluded to this earlier, you're helping other podcasters, which helps them as well as podcasting in general. It also helps the genre that you're in. Don't worry about your niche or your genre being overcrowded. There are plenty of podcasts about podcasting that you could listen to, and you probably do listen to them. For example, Dave Jackson, School of Podcasting. In addition to School of Podcasting, he's got a podcast called Ask the Podcast Coach. Sent me a text a few days ago. He said, hey man, my co-host Jim, he may not be able to make it this weekend for Ask the Podcast Coach. Do you want to jump on and do it with me? And I said, yeah, man. We don't look at each other as competition. Each of us realizes that if one of us does well, the other does well. And the same thing in your genre. There is no such thing as competition in podcasting. This is a personality-based medium. If you're bringing personality, you don't have competition. You've got other people doing similar things, but not exactly what you're doing. So don't worry about that. When one podcaster does well, we all do well. And again, that's you. That's the other podcaster. That's podcasting. And that is your audience. That's what happens when you share information. This is the idea I want you to steal from Black Podcasters Association. And I've got them linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You can see how they are doing this. It is very, very well done. Take those stories from people in your genre, in your niche, those underrepresented voices, those quiet voices that people don't know about for whatever reason, and that you think more people should know about them. Help them out, man. Help them out. Be a leader in the genre. Build your genre. I got a funny story, man. I'm going to add this onto it. This is not in my notes. <laughs> when I tell people this, they can't believe it. Pedro Pena, it's a podcaster I've been working with for a few years. He's got a podcast called My Stuttering Life. And the way I met Pedro is he had read my book, Big Podcast, and he sends me a note on Twitter. Hey man, I really like this book. Thanks for writing it. And I see the name My Stuttering Life as the username. I said, wait a minute. That's the last guy that I would have thought of that had a podcast. But he does. It's called My Stuttering Life, Pedro Pena. You can look it up. And it's exactly what you think it is. It is a guy with a stutter. In some parts of the world, they call it a stammer. Speaking at about 80% fluency, meaning four out of five words are fluid. One out of those five words, not so much. A little bit of a hiccup getting it out. And by the way, everybody's got that. You're hearing me edited. <laughs> You're not hearing my stuttering and stammering on this thing. It's not the same thing that Pedro deals with, but my point is that nobody has 100% fluency. Anyway, here's why I bring him up. This is a man that has a very unique thing. And this goes back into everything that I've talked about on this episode, that you may be a very unique person with a very unique situation or in a very unique genre, but there's somebody like you doing a podcast about it. So here's Pedro, my stuttering life, 80% fluency, doing his thing. Since he started, he planted that flag, which is what I talk about on here all the time. Flying your flag, letting people know who you are, making them feel you, applying pressure, showing up. People have seen him there's a whole genre of stuttering podcasts now. It's crazy. Or maybe not crazy. I don't know if that's the right word. 
But like I said, in some ways, it's the very last group of people that you would think had a podcast. Even somebody with normal fluency, they think, oh, I could, I could never do a podcast. And that's what I hear all the time. David, you got such a nice radio voice. You sound so good on the mic. You're so smooth. <laughs> Again, this is edited. You think it's smooth. But that's what I hear. And maybe you're thinking that, or maybe people have said something similar to you. And you know the truth. It's not that smooth. <laughs> Inside is different than the outside. But because of that, that product that we release being a little bit more polished than it actually is, People think, oh, I could never do that. Anyway, Pedro shows that it can be done. And that can be you. And once you build that audience, you can help show that other people are doing it, showing additional people that it can be done. Or you can do this. Or this is an opportunity for you. This is a big thing here. And to take it back to Black Podcasters Association, what they're doing, 30 days of promotional content, they are making it an event. You want more people going to your social media? Make it an event. Have something that they're going to show up for, just like you would do in your podcast or a live event or the other things that you're doing. Have something that people are going to show up for. If you know they're 30 days ahead, you're going to show up on day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. You're into it. You're finding out these new resources. You're excited about it. You can do the exact same thing. I've got it linked. I've got links to it and more thoughts on how you can do it at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. All right, this is a bonus. feel like I need some special effects on this. Like an air horn. <laughs> I posted this message about Black Podcasters Association on the Big Podcast Instagram a few days before I released it to the newsletter. Big Podcast Instagram, as I mentioned, username Big Podcast One, number one, all one word. Go there if you want to see that. Brad Shreve made a comment on that post. He said, I look forward to the day every month is Black History Month. That's a good comment. And I bring that up because if you're thinking that it's just because of Black History Month that the Black Podcasters Association is able to do that, it is not. It is not. There's momentum because of Black History Month and people are thinking about it, especially the first of the month. It's getting a little bit of ink. People are talking about it. So there's momentum they can do a ride along with. So yeah, we're celebrating it too. Here's how we're doing it. And that's smart. If you go to the Big Podcast Instagram account, again, Big Podcast One is the username. You will see that I do this all the time. This month, February, I'm making jokes about the weather being cold and my studio being the warmest place in the house or Valentine's Day. We all should be doing that with our podcasting. And if you've got social media as an aspect of your podcasting, we should be taking advantage of that momentum there as well. But you don't have to wait for it. Now's a great time to jump in with anything that you want. There's enough momentum there for you to get something going. Again, various examples, the Big Podcast Instagram account, Big Podcast One is the username. Everything's linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Five podcasting lessons from pirate movies. Like a good pirate, I'm going to hijack this list. It was originally for B2B content marketers. I'm going to make it about podcasting. I think about podcasting as pirate media. Very similar to pirate radio. When I started my music business career, not a lot of people know this, but I started in radio and street promotion. Street promotion meaning you're actually on the street at the time we were handing out cassettes, CDs, whatever, trying to build hype around a band. 
but I also did radio promotion. Anytime you can hook up with somebody who buys ink by the barrel, or in this case has a big antenna, that's super powerful. And I used to send to a pirate radio station. The dude's name was Craven Moorhead. <laughs> it's like sending your demo to Seymour Butts. <laughs> and he would broadcast on a boat off the coast of Florida. Anyway, I've always thought about that with podcasting because we don't have to have licenses just like Craven didn't have to. And here's some ideas for you from various pirate movies that I think will help you to be more successful with your pirate podcast or your straight ahead mainstream podcast. Number one, be different to be remembered. Take any given podcast niche and you'll find that most of the podcasts within it are very similar to each other. This is because the first place podcasters look for new ideas is other podcasts. And while you can find some good stuff this way, there are definitely some best practices when it comes to podcasting. You also need to be mindful to do things on your podcast that stand out because that is what makes your podcast memorable. I don't think this example I'm going to give is historically accurate. I'm just making it up. But if you think about a pirate or traditional pirate where you've got scarves and a pirate hat and a parrot on your shoulder, it's flashy, right? It's memorable. That's what you want to be on your podcast. You want to be different. You want to be memorable if you want to be remembered. That's the name, memorable. Number two, be entertaining but useful. Just the facts is nice and what to do is nice, but somebody who can deliver that kind of information, factual and what to do information in an entertaining way will win every time. Don't be like that high school kid doing morning announcements or maybe in college radio. Remember college radio? No, probably not. <laughs> not if you're under 40. But college radio is very similar to a high school kid doing morning announcements is that it was the most boring DJs in the world. Hello, and this is the new song by Ween. I like Ween. Here's Pushing Daisies by Ween. Boring. Bring some personality into it, man. Another great thing about audio-only podcasts. You can be waving your arms around. Get into it, man. Do it. Be entertaining. But don't forget the facts. Don't forget the how-to. Be entertaining, but useful. Number three, bring in a ringer or two. When I start any podcast, and I'm not talking about an episode, I'm talking about a new podcast series, a new radio show, I bring my friends in to do interviews. Why do I do that? Because I know them, they know me, I'm more comfortable, I can let loose a little bit, we can work out the kinks, but I kind of know where things are going. I'll give you a story about Music Business Radio. The first 10 episodes, I brought in my buddies. I still remember when I brought in that 11th guy and it was the weirdest thing to me because I wasn't very comfortable as a long-form radio host. I was like, oh boy. I was way over-preparing for those early interviews, even with my friends. But the first guy that I brought in, dude named Des Dickerson, played with a band called Prince and the Revolution. You seen this video in 1999? Remember that song? 1999. Des is the dude with the Japanese headband local guy. We worked together previously. I knew he was a great talker. I knew that if I did nothing, nothing, hey everybody, it's Des Dickerson, welcome, that he was going to handle it for the whole hour. <laughs> and he did. He did a great job, man. Don't be afraid to do something like that. You know, talk radio does that a lot, especially brand new talk shows before people are calling in. They've always got somebody at the station or their mom or their cousin or somebody who can call in 
and ask a question. Teach the audience how to respond to the DJ, what kind of questions to ask, how to interact. This happens all the time. It makes for a better show. So don't be afraid to bring in a ringer or two. Number four, use storytelling to build a lasting brand. Consider the Bible. Let's flip topics for a minute. Look at the Bible. It's all stories, man. Even if you're not Christian, you know some of those stories. And we're talking an old book. It's been passed down from person to person to person to person to person. It wasn't even written down for a long time. It's all stories. And regarding pirates, storytelling to build a lasting brand, even modern day pirates. Pirates still exist, you realize, right? Okay. How do pirates work? There's a legend of piracy. There's a legend that if your boat gets hijacked, what's going to happen to you? There's reputation. That's storytelling. You can bring that to your podcast. Number five, keep exploring new horizons. If you want people to come along for a ride, you have to give them a ride. If you don't give listeners new things to listen to, they'll go elsewhere. But balance this with being consistent with who you are. You probably had a friend. Sometimes your friend is nice. Sometimes your friend flips out on you. You don't know what kind of friend you're going to get. Maybe you've known somebody who drinks too much, does drugs. You don't know what kind of person that guy's going to be. You don't want to do that to your audience. I don't think you need to be as homogenous as McDonald's. Look, I'm vegetarian. Had been in a McDonald's for probably 20 years. But if I were to go in one, I know where the bathrooms are. And I know how to order. And I know what's on the menu. Because a McDonald's is a McDonald's is a McDonald's. That thing, the foundation, the homogeny, that can be beneficial to your podcast, letting listeners know what they're going to get. And I'll give you one way to do that. Let me take you back to my show, Music Business Radio. When we started, again, I'm not really confident in my hosting skills that I'm going to be able to get through a whole hour of great content. So one of the things that we did, it was a crutch, but it's also what I'm talking about is we had a segment, it was called Dave's Demo Derby, where bands from around the world would send in their demos and I would listen to those demos straight out of the box I had never heard them before. The guests had never heard them before. And we would review them. That was one quarter of the show. Last 12, 15 minutes of the show. It was a crutch. But it was also something that when people listened to our show, and whether or not they knew of the guest or liked the guest or even cared about listening to the guest, we were going to have that aspect of the show at the very end. And that got us listeners. And it kept us listeners. It had people listening to us tuning in early before the next show came on. That's the consistency that I'm talking about. But you have to balance that with trying new things. Let me go through these five things again. Number one, be different to be remembered. Number two, be entertaining but useful. Just the facts is nice. What to do is nice, but do it in an entertaining way. Number three, bring in a ringer or two. Number four, use storytelling to build a lasting brand. And number five, keep exploring new horizons. Got all these in writing and more thoughts at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads for you. Swell AI. I talked about chat GPT at the beginning of this episode. Swell AI, better than chat GPT for podcasts. You upload your audio podcast. It analyzes it, cranks out a long form article. The ones I've been getting, 1,800 to 2,100 words. Not bad. It's a good starting point for a blog post. It's going to give you episode notes, everything segmented out, timestamped. That's helpful. Summaries, 
episode titles. It does all the work for you. All you do is upload your audio. It cranks it out. It's called Swell AI. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, audio. This is a royalty-free music service. Did I talk about this last week? I feel that I did. Twitter shut me down, man. I got blocked last week. DMCA notice. Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Use a song I wasn't supposed to. <clears throat> Too bad. They blocked me. You know, I've been in federal court over this stuff. On the receiving end of a copyright infringement lawsuit, it can and it does happen. I saw Steve Stewart. You know Steve Stewart, well-known podcasting editor. Steve Stewart got dinged this week as well. He actually got caught on a few things. We're talking about 25 seconds that he used 10 years ago. It is happening. Here's how to make it not happen. The very best way is to get yourself some royalty-free music that's made for podcasting. It's already licensed. It's made for YouTube. Use it all you want. Monetize your videos. Monetize your podcast. And live worry-free. Because believe me, you do not want to be on the receiving end of a federal copyright infringement lawsuit. Not just a civil case, but a criminal case. You probably watched a home video. You know that FBI warning? It's got the FBI logo warning criminal copyright infringement. Yeah, man, that's what they went after me on. Can you believe it? Well, believe it. And I cleared this thing with my attorney before I did anything with it. Thought it was cleared. It was not. It happens. It can happen to you. Protect yourself. Audio is one way to do that. This is a royalty-free music service. It's inexpensive and definitely less expensive than going to court. Trust me on that. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Again, I've got the newsletter going out every Friday morning, New York time. That's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, and you know you do, take advantage of the anonymity of podcasting, listening to me through the headphones, maybe while you're at work. Your coworkers will never know. It'll be between you and me. It'll be our little secret. We're not going to let them know. We're not going to let them know that you're building a big podcast, spreading a message, making impact with your message, making money with your message. Hopefully enough to quit that job where they're not all up in your business all the time. Here's how to do it. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's the URL. Go there. I've got easy ways for you to subscribe. I've got an iPhone button. So if you're on an iPhone, boom, click it. You're good on that iPhone. Android button. Got you covered. I've got an RSS feed for you linked and I've got a QR code. Hold your phone up to it. And it immediately takes me, takes that podcast and sucks it out of that webpage onto your phone. That's how you're going to listen to me at work, in your car, in the gym, wherever you go. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe is the webpage. Everything you need is there. One click is all it takes and it is free. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. I will see you on the next episode.